1: Welcome to BNI, the Australian Story, episode 90. We are climbing towards our 100th episode. And of course, I'm here with our co-host and executive director of Melbourne South, Mr. Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent. Hi,
0: V. Not far off now. Ten more episodes to the big 100. So what are we going to do for that?
1: What are we going to do? I don't know. What
0: are we going to do? I don't know. We've got about 10 weeks to prepare. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, actually, I, I actually um, think that there's, there's 100 fantastic episodes there. And I know, I met someone at uh, National Conference who's listened to every single episode and even sends me LinkedIn messages saying, come on, guys, when's the next episode? Because I'm waiting to do my CEU. So <laughs> that's a really nice compliment, isn't it? Oh, it's
0: good motivation to, uh, to get going and put out more episodes for us, more than likely. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Now, I have um, a little question for you this week, and, of course, you know I like to throw you under the bus. It's not a big bus. It's only a little bus. Oh, here we go. But I wanted to, yeah. ask, you go. I wanted to ask you about serial subs. Now, it's a it's a topic that comes up in a lot of uh, director and ambassador conversations, and it's a lot. comment too that um, a lot of members make, that they've got that person that they can always turn to, who will always turn up, enjoy a breakfast. Often, though, they're people who may have left the chapter because they've had too much work or for personal reasons. So I'm just going to throw it to you. What are your thoughts on serial subs? And as members, what should we be thinking about when we invite someone to sub for our business?
0: Okay, so the Substitute Program is is there to have someone represent your business when you can't make a meeting. Now, um, there's added benefits to that. And if if that's a, the same, per, if people within the group are using the same person or the same group of people, it's like having a non-paying member in the group who likes to come along for breakfast and is unaccountable to everything. And if that person is something like a former member or someone who's in another profession, that can stop a potential person joining that chapter because that person's already got relationships with them. And I had a situation years ago where we had a, an old guy in a chapter of promotional products guy, nice old guy and everything, not, not a great business, and uh, he was uh, in the chapter for a while and then he came up for renewal and he said, oh, I can't afford the renewal, so I'm going to drop out of the chapter, but I'll sub for you guys whenever whenever you want. And the chapter didn't really have a great culture and they all rubbed their hands together and go, oh, yeah, that's an easy app, we'll just get uh, this person in. I went to visit that chapter and I brought along a visitor who was a fantastic uh, promotional products person, had a really big business, lots of connections, was a real, real mover and shaker. And I, I, I took it along as a visitor on one of the days I was meeting and who was there, um, the ex-member with his promotional products and his cards and everyone's around him, oh, you know, swooning to him. And I said to this particular person, I said, after the meeting, I said, okay, well, you know, what do you think? And she said, well, obviously, everyone's got a relationship with this guy. He's still here. It's going to take me six months to probably get over that and win them over. Uh, you know, I don't want to waste that time. I'll go and have a look at another group. So this particular group missed a real, real high-quality person being a part of them. So, you know, it's not the serial subspot. It's a member who is actually sending them's fault. So, you know, get do a bit of work, get your own subs, add value. Um, I've seen people stand up and these serial subs, I've seen them stand up and represent someone's business. And, you know, I've seen it done really poorly. And I've sat in the meeting and I thought, wow, you know, this person's not here and you haven't represented their business very well today either. So uh, a best person to get is someone who, who's dealt with you before, who could sing your business's praises, and that's going to be a great uh, sub. And the hidden element behind subs—it's a new contact for everyone in the room. If you've got a new individual that no one's met, and they, you could possibly uh, you could possibly do business with that person and build a referable relationship. And if they like what they see, they might even like subs have come on board as members after being introduced as well. So that's the hidden element of that. So hey, great question. Happy to be thrown under the bus from that.
1: Well, I think that's going to be really helpful for a lot of members who are listening. Um, I've actually been to chapters where they've allowed the subs to market their own business to as, as if to say, well, thanks a lot for subbing for a member today. Tell us about your business. But the problem is often their business is the category that's already taken in the room. So it's all in good intention, but to that member who might already have that category, It's a little bit unfair. Yeah,
0: and you know what? It's like feeding a stray cat. You start feeding a stray cat, it keeps on coming back all the time. Yeah, so don't feed stray cats people, all right? And I know some people have got their sub lists and their serial subs. Really, you're doing yourself a disservice and your business.
1: Well, one thing that does us a great service is some fantastic guests. So why don't we go from that and turn into a really beautiful positive podcast with our next guest.
0: Well, we've got a, uh, a real superstar from Perth on with us today, and uh, she has been on before. So if you'd like to find out a bit more about what she said, she's an author as well uh, with her book, What's Your Plan? And we spoke about that in episode 26, B. So that was back in... In August 2020, way back then. So wow, we've been doing this for a while now. Um, so we've got Suzanne Laidlaw with us today from Suzanne Laidlaw Business Coaching. She's been a BNI member for nearly 12 years now, and she's um, from the BNI Chapter Western Edge in WA. Good afternoon, Suzanne, and welcome back to BNI The Australian Story Podcast.
2: Thank you. Welcome, but um, thank you very much for welcoming me. It's a pleasure for me um, to come on and um, yeah, have a conversation with you guys. It's well, been to really
0: long. I'm just glad to get a word in because you and V were chatting before we got, got on. I'm, going, <laughs> I'm saying, listen, I've, I've got something to do after this. Yeah, couldn't <laughs> get a word in between you two chatting, which was great. But uh, save it for the podcast, I'm thinking. But uh, Suzanne, last time you spoke to us, you were on uh, on Rottnest Island.
2: Yep. So, That's right. We're so, uh, a little you're a little obviously confident. back in the office now. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> hey, the reason why we got you on and, and Suzanne's reached out to us, I think it's really uh, pertinent at the moment in our organisation because as a BNI organization in Australia, if we were a store, we've got a lot of stock to sell and uh, we've got a lot of vacancies in our chapters for a lot of visitors uh, to come in and sample that and, and be potentially new members. But, you know, one of the things members sort of struggle with is inviting visitors along, and Suzanne had some great tips that we're going to share today on that. So, Suzanne, just share how you go about inviting visitors. What what do you do? Where do we start with this? I think, um,
2: first of all, when I joined BNI, I was told that um, one of the formulas for success was the, the, the you know, the minimum standards, you know, bring one vis- turn up, you know, bring one visitor a month, you know, bring one referral, do your one-to-one and do your CUs. So I thought, well, this is success leaves clues. If I want to be successful, this is the formula. If I just do this, you're telling me I'm going to be successful that's not very difficult so so I'll just try this out so in my mind I'm always making sure that I bring one visitor a month because that's the formula for success so why would I bring less than that and people say you know oh it's really hard to bring a visitor and it's really hard to bring a visitor well I'm I'm not actually um and like making any bigger, because I've heard podcasts and I heard one recently where there's people, if, if they don't have a very busy business or something like that, they've got the time, they actually actively go out and, and invite people, which is great if you've got the time to. But I've got a busy practice of 12 years and I don't have time to go out and put letterbox drops and ring people up and I don't do that. So what I do is I just live the, the law of reciprocity. I just live the giver's game philosophy. And that is just laced into every single thing that I do. So whether you're, an, and we've got like 35 odd members in, a, in our chapter, and I reckon we've only got two or three visitors a week. Now that's we could do much better than that. But what I feel the mindset shift needs to change from with the, and I'm talking from my experience with my chapter, it's it's all about, oh, I've got to invite visitors. It's really hard to invite visitors. But I'm flipping it around and saying, okay, in my everyday life, with all the people that I talk to, they're coming up to me and sharing. People very often share their challenges. So a bookkeeper will talk to a business owner about their challenges, so will an insurance person, so will an accountant, so will a financial planner. Now, often their challenges are around not having enough clients, not having enough connections, not converting enough clients, not having enough money. Now, I'm, you know, wholeheartedly, honestly and authentically saying, wow, I can help you with that. I've got this group of amazing people that I catch up with for breakfast once a week come along and meet them. How about I put you in front of 35 to 40 business owners because people do business with people they know, like, and trust. If they don't know you, you can't do business with them. And if you want to grow your business, come along and meet them. Now, I don't care whether they become a member. I don't care if that seat is filled or not filled because I'll introduce to them to the person who has that seat and sit them with them. Or if B&I is appropriate or not, all I'm doing is open-heartedly living the giver's gain philosophy and wanting to help them um, and getting them to come along. Now, that, that, that lacing the giver's gain um, philosophy with how I do it, that happens in LinkedIn. It happens in, um, in when people, you know, contact me for help. It happens when I'm out and about wherever I am family, social, business, if someone wants to grow their business or they need more money or more customers or a starter, I'm like, come and meet my gang.
1: Yeah. I love it. I hope anyone who's listening to this has written all of that down <laughs> verbatim <I don't... laughs> because you've you, you just made it so simple. Well, it is. And it's, it's, it, Brent says something all the time and I love it. Desperation is very unattractive, especially in a business owner. So when yeah. you get desperate for a visitor... They're, they're feeling that, and we're talking about stray cats now. We're talking about dogs because you know, dogs can mm. sense everything. I think that we need to sometimes just with open hearts say exactly what you said I can help you, and I can put you in front of people that trust me, mm. and they could learn to know, like, and trust you, yeah, and help you with your business. Why yeah. would anybody say no to that? and they don't. Now, I have a couple of a couple
2: of um. Um, little add-ons to that, uh, that my team, I have two lovely ladies that that support me. If they're a client or quite a big prospect, I will always gift them. But I've never had anyone not turn up ever. So if they're a big prospect, so say, you know, I, I specialize in business planning, say they're turning over 10 million, they're interested in getting a new business plan for their board. I've been talking to them. I'll say, look, you know, I've got some awesome people, you know, at the moment, it's really hard to get good people. I've got an amazing group of people. I would love you to come and meet. They're, they're my super VIP team. Come along and have breakfast. Um, are you free Thursday morning 7 o'clock? If you are, I'll buy you a ticket. It's my gift. And if if you can't make it, that's fine. I'm not going to waste my money and buy a ticket. But I'll just give them the ticket. And so what happens, they come along and they see everyone giving me referrals and saying, Suze is amazing, Suze did this, Suze is that. Now, what does that do to my conversion rate? It gives me more credibility.
0: Absolutely. And, and so, for those listening, buying a ticket is virtually, is shouting, shouting them the, the meeting fee for yeah, that day, yes.
2: Yeah. So I get my office, my girls or myself, I'll just register them so they get the email saying, Eventbrite, you booked a ticket, turn up here, et cetera. Um, so they actually see that I've paid and booked a ticket so that they can, it goes into their calendar. Similarly, it, generally the first month, if I'm taking on a new client or they've invested, they've, they've spent money with me, I will always say, come and meet my gang in a business. You know, we always need to have trusted people. I'm going to share my trusted people. You've trusted me to do business with me. I'm going to share my trusted team with you. These are my super VIP 18 that I trust. Come along again, I'll buy them a ticket.
0: Yeah, and there's a really yeah. damning stat in the BNI world that 45% of our members don't invite any visitors. And- I know,
2: and I heard that on that webinar you did about a month ago, and yeah. that's why I reached out because the, the the lady was talking about her doing letterbox drops and doing all these things, and I was thinking that's amazing and that's super proactive. <laughs> but I'm not proactive yeah. about that. All I do is is live the givers gain heartfelt thought of when someone tells me they want to grow their business, they're a startup or they're growing or they need, they can't get good people, um, bring them along because they're good people that I trust. Yeah. So I'm, and I'm wanting to introduce them.
0: Absolutely. And, and asking the question of people when you're meeting them, how do you bring in new business? You know, asking that question. You know, would, referral, yes. would referrals help you? Do you like referrals? Have, yes. And if they say yes... Have you got a strategy? Can you share your strategy? And no-one normally has unless they're in something like B&I. Uh, so, yes. So B&I is a referral strategy. Uh, a pitfall a lot of people make is they think they're going to invite someone to join.
2: Yes. You're only yes. inviting them along like as a
0: guest to be guests guest to the meeting. If they yeah. want to be a part of it, the meeting will sell itself to them. And, yeah. uh, and that's one reason why I think a lot of people won't invite because they're afraid of people saying no.
2: Yes, and yes. But that's all happy. it is.
0: No, they're not getting hurt.
2: They're
0: just get having someone say no to them. So no yeah. stands for next opportunity, and yeah, um, that's-, yeah that's the worst someone can say to you. No, I'm not interested. Okay, move on. Yeah. Go to the next it's person.
1: Silly. Don't it, 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 please don't ask people to join BNI because I, as a VP and someone who's been it's- on in launching chapters, if they come along and they're not the right fit, someone, generally me, has to turn around and say, look, I'm really sorry, but we just can't offer a membership right now because someone has sold them on this incredible idea and they've come along but haven't allowed them to really sit in the meeting and understand the expectations. And the other thing I'll just... Um, Point out is that Helen. Uh, I'm thinking of Helen self because I want to say something about Helen as well. But Suzanne, when you were talking about how you invite visitors, not once did you say that it's a BNI meeting. You just the BNI is the system, and it okay. and it's owned by the organisation that we're part of. Mm-hmm. What people are coming to is an opportunity mm-hmm. to be in front of an audience that are people who are like-minded and completely engaged. Yes. Where else are you getting an opportunity to stand in front of an engaged audience? Talk about your business. Everyone's going to make you feel really welcome. You don't have to get past a gargoyle. You don't have to make a phone call. You don't have to go through the receptionist. You're going to be handed a hand to shake and a relationship is right there for you if you just turn up. Not to be in line, not to join, but just turn up. Exactly. No gargoyles included.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No gargoyles. No I mean, the thing I, think, the thing I think the thing for me is that I'm not, as, I'm not even as proactive as Brent said, asking them, do they have a network strategy? I'm not that good. All they do is if they're having any kind of conversation with me, which, you know, you do in business, is I'm giving them an opportunity to come and meet my trusted gang. Yeah. It's like this is my gang. I catch up for breakfast with a gang of people that are amazing. I've got a lawyer, accountant, bookkeeper, insurance person. They're my gang. They're my trusted gang, and you know I'm offering you the opportunity for me to let you to come and have breakfast with my gang because I catch up with them every Thursday. That's my institution, and uh, and they're my godsend. They're they're what keeps me sane, and and they're always like, oh, you're inviting me to your special group. Yeah. Wow.
0: An exclusive, you know, an exclusive. Group. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, you do have to be invited. Absolutely. Um, the other thing which I've noticed is, um, you know, over the years you know, how many of these visitors buy? Like the closed business, you know, I'm up to close to a million dollars of closed business um, and so much of that is from visitors um, because visitors buy. That's what they do. Absolutely. Um, and, and if I got everyone in the room to stand up, if I said, and I could do this, actually it might be a great education slot, is say, okay, everyone that's done business with one of my visitors, please stand up.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Well, that would be a really powerful moment. And and see see what that does to, to the people's understanding of, wow, you know, visitors are really powerful, so I'm giving them the opportunity to have these trusted people. It's not about inviting them to join. So it's almost like by people being scared to invite them, they're actually prohibiting the closed business and prohibiting the opportunity of them Meeting good people and not being ripped off by somebody that we've not all tried and tested and built relationships with.
0: Yeah, I, I really agree. Like a BNI group can solve so many of people's problems and needs, and mm. and bringing a visitor along, they look in the room and they say, "Well, I trust you, Suzanne," um, mm-hmm. and these people are your network. I've met this yeah. person. I've met their seen their face. I've shook their hand. I've, I've talked to them in the meeting. I feel comfortable with them solving my problem, and it it's, it takes away a lot of the uh, trust issues with actually trying to find a new service provider for something. And you see visitors report a lot of time when they mm-hmm. get up. Oh, I can use you. I can use you. I can use you. And even with visitors who aren't a um, who aren't a, a, an immediate sort of thought to be a prospect to the room. And I I saw an insurance agent one day. Bring a, a cattle inseminator to a group as a visitor. <laughs> I love the story. A, a cattle inseminator, <laughs> out, out of all things. And, you know, as I, as I say to people when I tell the story, I've been in BI for 22 years. I've never had a cattle inseminator join a group. But uh, this person came along to the meeting, sat down, met with everyone, enjoyed the presentations. When the business card box went around, he grabbed a heap of cards out there. And when we asked wow. visitors what they thought of the me, meeting, he goes, well, I didn't even know this happened. You guys were fantastic. I really love your passion and how you work with each other. I've got five year cards here. I need your services. I'm going to call you up during the week and, uh, and uh, I want to do business with you. And that wouldn't have come if we pre qualified that person as a prospect for the group.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Funnily enough, I did a business plan recently with a farmer that did cattle insemination. I'm asking how many products. It is a huge <laughs> how industry. How a, many inseminations? Yeah, exactly. It is a
0: huge no. industry with a lot of money. It is.
2: very fun, and Very And have got fun. money to
0: spend with BI groups, so.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Now another point I must mention. Now in LinkedIn, you can um, template, like you can copy and paste a message. Now, I get contacted by people on LinkedIn all the time. I saw your profile. I really liked it. I think we should connect. We've got so many friends in common. Can we have a catch-up meeting? Can we have a coffee? Now, I would love to have a coffee with every person that contacts me that's local, but I can't. So I copy and paste a message that says, hey, I'm so touched that you looked at my profile and reached out to me. I would love to meet you, but I'm going to, you know, offer you the opportunity to meet not just me but my special group. Um, this is when I meet. Here's a link to register. I can meet you there beforehand. Let me know when you're coming. The last three visitors have happened that way.
0: Yeah, I, I
2: love that response too. Because I would like to meet everyone. I would love to be, you know, Sir Coffee a lot, but I can't. So why not get them to come along? I'll get there early, meet them, you know, so that I know what they look like <laughs> <laughs> and introduce them to the group. They get to meet more people than just me. And I'm not just dissing every person that wants to, to, wants to reach out and connect if they're new and growing their business.
0: I've done that with people cold calling before. I said, I've got time to meet you, but, hey, you obviously need business. I'm part of this group. Why don't you come along and meet me and, you know, 30 other business people on this on this, uh, on this this meeting. Uh, give me your details. I'll send you an invite. And it usually does two things. One, they might turn up, or two, they might not bother me again. So it's a win-win.
1: Yeah. Exactly. I just wanted to... I just wanted to add um, the legendary launch director, Helen Searle, she was on uh, the podcast a while back, and I remember her saying something that I just thought was so important. She said, whenever anyone has joined the chapter, you need, the first thing you need to do is talk to them about bringing visitors. And what we tend to do, and I know that there's members listening who, who will know that I'm talking directly to them, They'll bring the visitor in and they'll say now it's a power of one we need to do a one-to-one we do see you we need you to turn up we need to bring your referral and by the way you need to... and they won't really talk about the visitor or they'll say oh we need to bring a visitor once a month but don't worry about that let's get the other stuff first and we, we we make bringing a visitor seem to be a small part of what we do it's not we're actually here to grow we're here to bring more audience into the room so that all of us can do more business with each other so that we can grow as a chapter, and that people can come in and buy our services. The the, the best part about that is we have great friendships and relationships, and we get to know, like, and trust each other, but that is the bottom line. So we need to start getting over this thing that we can't sell, B&I to people. If we're there, it means we love it. And, you know, Brent, you talk about chapter pride how important is Chapter Pride to you, Suzanne, when you're actually putting your your reputation on the line to bring people in and say, meet my gang, my favourite people, my VIPs, how confident are you that they're going to do a great job in the meeting and make sure that they do you proud? We need to think about this as members. Those visitors have been brought in. Someone has brought them in. We need to do the right thing. Yeah, exactly. And I just really think it's
2: it, it needs to be a mental shift in people's mindset about visitors and change from I need to bring visitors, I, I'm terrible at that, that's a problem, forget all that and say every person, every human being that's a beating heart that you see every day in your business life um, or your personal life, listen, you know, with with open, open ears as to what their problems are that they're sharing with you and I'm sure many of them can be solved by somebody in the group and by just saying to them open-heartedly, hey, I've got someone I'd love you to meet, they're in my special group, I'd love you to come along. they might be able to help you. Yeah. Um, I just think it just totally changes the whole perspective because you're actually living the B&I um, give us going philosophy, not going, oh, I have to bring one visitor so I better invite someone, oh, that's a pain, who who can I invite?
0: Yeah, another yes. option is uh, when you're coming up for a feature presentation or, or something big in your group, go take 10 minutes to go through your contacts and ring up a few people and say, hey, I've got a presentation uh, at my business group in the morning. Can you come along and support me?
2: Mm, absolutely. Yeah. I brought seven, yeah, I clients, seven clients came along um, to my presentation and stood up and said, you know, my life wouldn't be the same if it wasn't for Sue's and, you know, um, you know, more than welcome to talk to anyone if they want to find out about the experience that we've had over the last 10 years and my journey with her. And um, and that was lovely because they were just there to, to support what I was doing. And, um, you know, if they're your clients, they trust you, so they want to support you.
0: I love this today. Yeah. There's been some fantastic uh, fantastic tips and some fantastic ideas that has come out of this uh, this conversation for our listeners. So, uh, Suzanne, just before we wrap things up, any final thoughts on uh, the visitor process here?
2: Just get rid of all your old thinking and get the new Living the Giver's Game philosophy, how you can help the people by introducing them to your gang. That's it.
0: Yeah, I think we've I think we've covered it off really well the why behind it um and you know what's the worst thing can happen someone can say no you know (laughs) we're so worried about rejection a lot of the time we won't ask and uh i think that's the key behind that and the added benefit of introducing those people to your network and if you haven't brought a guest along to your particular chapter and you're listening to this just think have you got have you got business from a guest before that's because someone's gone out of the way to actually bring someone along and uh, give us gain. Giving back's really key. Thank you, Suzanne Laidlaw. This has been fantastic to uh, chat about this. Great information. V's chimed in. V's, you're on fire. I think you're back on caffeine. Are you back on caffeine? I
1: get so excited when <laughs> Suzanne's on. I just, it's like my like heart. I, I actually just think that we just need to. And I'm going to do a slide at my own chapter tomorrow. It's going to say more members equals more solutions.
0: Absolutely. Because we can help it.
1: more people. If we have more people in the room, and I think that that might be the first step that I can take as a VP to help change that mindset. It's not about hitting a KPI. It's about just bringing people into the room, bringing an audience into the room so every person in the room can benefit from them either shopping or them joining or them just getting to see how incredible this organisation is.
0: Fantastic. Thank you, Suzanne. This has been great. Suzanne Laidlaw from uh, Suzanne Laidlaw Business Coaching, a member of BNI Western Edge in Perth. Thank you very much for being on Strat- BNI, the Australian Story podcast again. I'm sure we'll get you back sometime in the future.
2: Thanks, everybody. Thank you very much
1: for having me again. V. So I just want to remind everybody that the global um, conference is coming up very soon. I'm hoping to get there, Brent. So uh, everyone, please make sure that you've got that in your slide deck to remind everybody to get over to Singapore in November. Uh, thank you to Steve, our podcast producer. No, no tip of the week. No
0: tip of the week. We're not doing tip of the week.
1: Oh, yes. Brent, what's your tip of the week?
0: I know we've gone a little <laughs> bit off format. I am for Sorry, I'm book really Looking forward to it.
1: I'm still stuck on the stray cats. What, do you, what else you got for us?
0: <laughs> All right, tip of the week. <laughs> Thanks, Vee. Just because you did it last week. <laughs> tip of the week for this week is um, around people leaving the chapter. And we've got a lot of people in, in our groups getting a little bit disheartened. We've got a bit of disruption going on at the moment. And people leaving chapters for different, for different reasons. And I like to think someone leaving the chapter is a new opportunity okay people get disheartened with people leaving chapters but it is a new opportunity to fill a space uh, with someone who's enthusiastic has new networks will be coachable and will help change the culture of your chapter and will bring you more referrals and you know what if someone's on the verge of leaving they've checked out they've basically checked out anyway so you've got someone who's back in the game uh, when, we're, when we're bringing in a new person. So, you yeah, know, look at it as an opportunity. Um, as I said earlier, we've got stock on the shelves at the moment and uh, there's opportunities there for people to be a part of B&I who may not have been able to get in before into your chapter, uh, start, you know, knocking on those doors. Maybe you've got a contact that um, couldn't get in before because that category was filled. Revisit them and say, hey, there's an opening where we're looking for someone and just, you know, get those visitors in and if run a great event. If they like what they see, they'll come on board and, and be a valuable asset to you and your chapter and everyone's return on investment will go up.
1: I'm so grateful that you didn't let us finish the podcast without hearing that. That was a fantastic tip for the week. Uh, And so now we will finish the podcast. I know it's gone a little bit longer, but you're a little bit closer to that one CEU this week. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, Suzanne. And thank you, Brent. We'll see you and hear you next time. The BNI, the Australian story.